Welcome to the Rob and Kale Podcast. Rob Sanders. Fuck you! Fuck you! Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. And fuck you! Who's next? The Rob and Kale Podcast. And welcome in to the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. Sporting my my Kentucky hat here from Big Barney Ross. As uh, my buddy Jackpot, he aspires to be higher. He's wearing the hat of the Mizzou folks. He wants to be second in the East. Carolina Jackpot, what's up, buddy? You know, I could I could tell you several places you could take that damn hat you got on and where to stick it. Well, I, look, and I understand that you're I you're, you're you upset. What you could wipe with it too. I understand I that sure. you're upset because your team is a shithole. And you guys are struggling to become bowl eligible. And you may not get there after this weekend. You may not. But you definitely won't get there after next weekend. Because rent's due, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. That's what we were told last year. You won one game out of eight, sir. I, I, don't, I don't care. You were better last year, too. Mm-hmm. That team was better, so this one, this one's a giant disappointment. Sure, uh, kind of like that hat you got on. So yeah, keep on rolling with that. I'm, I'm gonna roll with it. Uh, Jay says them dogs are hell. Thank you for the super chat, sir. Well, that's something we can all agree on, huh? Yeah. Uh, he also says this soundtrack. This is soundtrack to Rob deboning a chicken. I have no clue what the hell he's talking about, but okay. What? I don't know. He's talking about me deboning a chicken. I don't know how the hell to do that shit. I mean, is that a talent that they, they teach pull, you here? You don't know how to pull rotisserie chicken off of a... Is that, is that what that is? Is that what that is where you just... I mean, I understand, like, pulling the legs and stuff off. I get that. How dumb are you? <laughs> you know what? Just stop it. You know what deboning a chicken means. <laughs> Maybe I do, maybe I don't. All right, anyway, uh, there are lots of things we're going to discuss this evening, including the rumors that Dabo Sweeney may be going to Texas A&M. Yeah, um, I don't think that's happening. I was going to make a video about that earlier, and I just, I, I, I need to get to the house, but look. It's kind of whacked when you really think what, about I mean, it. What, really, what, what sense does that make? First of all, Dabo Sweeney can't can't stand. Well, we know he can't stand the transfer portal. Which, in addition to that, we know, also know he can't stand the NIL. I mean, damn bags of, of cash are flying around that fucking place out there eight days a damn week, twice <laughs> on Sunday. I mean, he. I don't think you. I don't think he could handle it. Well, look, I, I can explain to you how, how it's kind of gotten started. First of all, ESPN supposedly made a report about it or whatever. They have no proof that he's had one conversation with them, nor does anybody else have any proof that they've approached anyone. Anyone. So that's that's thing number one. Thing number two, a lot of it was out there because of old Schmeagle, Paul Feinbaum, whose asshole is still hurt from 2018 when he sat up there on that ESPN stage and for three days said there's absolutely Alabama is going to blow these Tigers out of the water. They don't stand a chance in hell. And then he had to stand there at the half when Clemson was up and they looked like they were going to retire Saban. 
Then they win by four touchdowns, and his hero got destroyed in front of his eyes, and he still doesn't know how to deal with it. So now that Clemson has backed down a little bit, he thinks that he can go and run somebody through the mud. First of all, Paul Feinbaum is a cunt. Take that for what you will. I don't see how anybody except Alabama fans will like anything that he says, okay? But when he opens his mouth about Dabo Sweeney, it's because Dabo Sweeney kicked him in the face and he had to sit there for hours and hours on end after he made all these comments about how Alabama, this is an NFL roster they're playing. A freshman quarterback has no chance. How did that work out for you, sir? He made you look stupid and you're trying to get even with him. So good luck with that. Stay your ass down there in those trailer parks and pray to God that Texas loses so they don't burn more of them so Bama can get in the playoffs. You know what's funny? That that I mean that was the last like valid win that Clemson's had, and it was what uh, five years ago. Yep. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> how right the mighty have fallen. Yeah. It's better than no no valid wins as South Carolina's had ever, but you know. There's I don't that, know. that one where we where we cheated last year and one of those wristbands was uh, was valid. Wait, 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 wait! What am I missing? You were cheating with wristbands. Yeah, yeah, we cheated, this has we cheated more of those wristbands to beat Tennessee. We cheated the next week against Clemson too. Apparently, I thought I thought it was it was all about Hooker and the, you made the field messy. So no, 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 no. Now, no, we got. No, Connor Stallions gave us their playbook. And oh. our, our wrists last year, don't you know? Connor Stallions also gave us uh, Clemson's defensive playbook as well. Uh, you know, even though, uh, you know, what? Uh, you know, it, it took, it took what, two special teams fumbles and Dabo just kind of forgetting that Will Shipley existed after he'd rushed for over 100 yards uh, for us to win the game. But, you know, we cheated. Yeah. Mm. We cheated. Yeah. We, I, we, I, gave, I mean, we snuck them the game plan for the hillbilly circle jerk kickoff return. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. It's so fucking stupid. What? Man, fuck you for that, Jackpot. Why'd you have to bring up that shit? The glory hole of death, that's what that play was called. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just that, oh, that we cheated that we cheated. Well, if you've noticed, there's a big section of, and uh, you know, I was listening to the Mazad cast today. By the way, thanks for the shout out telling that I had a small penis. Appreciate that, Jackpot. Um what? You were talking about uh, Rob bet against you. I told him he had a small penis. Oh, you don't remember yeah, saying that I, on yeah, the podcast? I was like, of, appreciate that, sir. I can't. A couple of voicemails. I was like, why the hell is Jackpot running me down in the goddamn podcast? But then, but they were talking about the refs. Uh, the refs fucked them. That was the big thing, and that's that's the thing with uh, this past weekend with Mizzou was that the refs fucked them. I, I I have no clue how that happened. Here is uh, Uncle Lou with a super chat. What's dumber, phone palm saying Bama would beat Clemson in 2018? Are you belly aching about Kirby not being a top 25 coach? Leave Pine Farm alone. Look, Uncle Lou, I, I understand that Paul Feinbaum has to do well with you Georgia fans because you guys are at the top of the mountain now. I've heard he's selling 
his uh, double-decker single wide out there in Alabama, and he may move into one of those shitholes in Georgia. That way he can be closer to the best team in the SEC because it may not be Alabama anymore. Well, those kind of homes so, aren't zoned. Those those kind of homes aren't zoned to be in Georgia. You know where they are. Well, then the, I'm uh, sure that pick, pick I'm sure that Uncle Lou will Uncle Lou will let him stay in his house of pain that he does his videos in, and he he could sleep in there on the floor as long as he promises to mop up when he leaves. How about it? I, I know that's what Uncle Lou's doing. He has to make nice. good with with nice. fine bomb. Thank you. Fine be tickling Kirby Smart's taint cheese now that uh, Saban's a little bit too old. Thank you for the good Lord. Will you let me say thank you for the super chat, Lou? You like well, you've already said it three times. Like a down, you're, you're running like a damn outboard motor right now. You've already said it three times, sir. Well, I want to, I, I mean, I want to, I want to say it with conviction. All right, go ahead. Okay, no, no never mind. Go ahead. None. Thank you for the super chat, Uncle Lou. Uh, someone did ask me a legitimate question, Jackpot. Why do you not have the Christmas tree up behind you? Because this. Okay, so you put the Christmas tree over there. They so we can They decorated Sunday while I was, um, well, I went to Greenwood and worked, and then I had to take my potato chip truck and get the oil changed in it and go load it when i came back they had decorated half the house which it was good that i got out and ran away and did that because I, I i hate putting up christmas decorations i enjoy the ambiance of christmas decorations and i enjoy looking at them but i hate putting the sandwiches up I really do. so we're, we're putting our stuff up this weekend the wife just told me but uh it, it's it doesn't really feel like Christmas unless Jackpot's tree is behind him. Do we need to bring you a tree to put behind you, Jackpot? Well, you know, to be honest with you, I was wanting to get a real twee. A real so tree? I may get a real twee and put real it tweet. behind me. Mm. Cool. Big Marty Ross Big Marty. in Super Chat. He says, Paul Lip Bomb loves to give lip service. Tennessee fan. He, he has some really. I was. I've been listening to some of his shit um, in the evenings when I get home. If I get home like six, I'll try to catch the last hour of it. He has some really strange people that call into that get through. Yeah. That call into that show. I mean, just brother. He. he some of well, first of all, some of the people that call in here sometimes. He stages half those calls, first of all, and they're all from Alabama. They're all from the same damn trailer park. You so think he stages those people? I think a lot of them are staged because, look, he's got a slew of producers that work for him. He, he knows what's coming before he gets it. Do you think he's, not, he's not the working man anymore like me and you and Uncle Lou and all these other folks. He has fucking eight people that are screening every second of time before he gets on the air. Do you think... Tyler from Spartanburg was staged. I told you I thought he was. I, I think I'm starting to think it was now too. Walt from uh, 105.5 Roar vehemently thinks that it was not staged. I, I can tell you with a hundred percent certainty it was not staged. Oh, how, how can you say that with a hundred percent certainty? Fucking Walt. Oh, Bobby Durkins was out there. He put up a short video a couple of weeks ago. That he wanted to talk to Tyler from Spartanburg. I want you on my show. 
I will, I will not make fun of you or chastise you. I want you to come so I can talk with you and you can explain your viewpoint and blah, blah. This was all, of course, before they ha- knocked off Notre Dame. So, you know, well, all but, is well with the world after that. And we forgot all about Tyler. Look, I, I, I'm just being honest with you about this. Uh, I think that, and we can have conspiracy theories all we want. I think that Tyler from Spartanburg was probably an intern that worked at that station that was probably coached up by Deptula and all those assholes to call in and say those things. And it was all probably a work from uh, the Clemson Athletic Department. I believe that. Uh, Uncle Lou with a super chat says, Rob needs to be reminded he's a guest on this channel. Jackpot is the talent. Rob is comedic relief. Leave me, Kirby, Paul, and Jackpot alone. And how about let him talk every once in a while? Okay, Uncle Lou. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right, I'll shut up now. Let Rob has an SEC bias talk. What's up, gentlemen? How are y'all doing? I'm fantastic. Yeah, as y'all can see, couldn't afford the power bill this week, so we're back in the dark, unfortunately. The dark and cold. You oh, could afford the phone bill, so that's oh, yeah. all that matters. Hey, I can't miss a damn jackpot stream. What you mean? I got my priorities in check. Thank you. But uh, about the Tyler, I can't believe people are still talking about that shit. I mean, are people not allowed to have opinions anymore about fucking college football? Like, it, it, we're, we're what, a week and a half removed from that damn phone call? And people are still bitching about it? Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought part of that on that radio show. I don't, I don't know what really led up to them talking about him, but... um. Well, the main thing I wanted to call in about, um, I talked last week about it. Uh, I think it was Billy came on after to pretty much try and dispel me and say, I don't know. What is that noise tennis- in the background? Are you playing with thumbtacks? No, this, I, I got a big old tree over my porch. It's leaves. Okay, so I thought maybe, maybe you had dressed up as mankind for Halloween and you were putting your crops in the boiler away. room. No, I'm just walking around on the porch. Or what I was yeah, going to say is, in the um, boiler room. I've never seen a college fan base that comes up with so many excuses after they lose. I really can't think of it. Which, which fan base are you talking about, sir? Tennessee. Oh, God. I was talking about it last week, and a, a Tennessee fan immediately came on and was talking about how good Tennessee fans are. They lose to Mizzou, and it's immediate excuses. So there's already Tennessee fan has posted this three times. Just a reminder, Tennessee has a better record than Clemson in South Carolina, so shut up. Okay, well, let me give you this, Mr. Tennessee fan. The last time that you won anything that was worth a shit, we have to watch it on VHS. You can't even watch it in HD, so please be quiet. All right, go yeah. ahead, sir. I just don't get it. And then I was watching a little sports talk, Jay. Um he was talking about Beamer going to Mississippi State. I've never heard of something so absurd. Um, one of the big points he makes is uh, Mississippi State outbidding Beamer. Beamer is set to make like a million and a half more than Leach was making, um, you know, in this last season there. So I don't know where they're getting that. Well, you know, Mississippi State's going to thing. Uh, well, Sports Talk Jay was was – kind of putting it out there like Beamer's agent 
had, had kind of put that stuff out there, like, I, I guess, in, in hopes that that would somehow lead to him maybe getting a, a raise or something like that. But look, here's the thing. Number one, uh, Mississippi State's already in the shitter. Uh, they're not going to hire a coach who's, who's asked, number one, is in the shitter uh, record-wise. Uh, he's, he's not exactly setting the world on fire. He's recruiting well. That's about it. He's not really doing a great job. And then number two, and I don't like to bring this up because we were joking about it earlier in the program, but, I mean, you know, what What? What if the signal stealing shit's true? I mean, you know, if, if they hire him and, and he gets punished for that, I mean, they're going to be screwed. Yeah, well, that and um, I just don't think it makes sense at all from his standpoint. He's already set. Um, no. That... He gets a raise every year at South Carolina. I don't know. I think that he's going to top out at like seven and a half if he gets all the way to 27, but I'm not he's, He'd be down there. He'd be down in Mississippi State. He'd be down. I mean, he's he's – now would be recruiting against not only Ole Miss in that area, but also against Texas, Texas A&M, LSU, uh, and then all those Big 12 schools. I mean, it's in, within like a 300, 400-mile radius. Uh, that would be, I mean, and then play, and you've got shitty facilities. Facilities, yeah. Shitty, uh, I, I mean, just, just, just shitty place. Yeah, it just doesn't make. I don't. I don't know where you got that from. It didn't He's make any not, sense. That's, to make that's not happening. Well, he squashed it all yesterday in his his press conference. Anyway, yeah, uh, well, he, he pretty much put the put the kibosh on it. But but I mean, Dabo didn't put the kibosh on his uh, rumors to Texas A&M. He just said we're we're just focusing on on playing North Carolina this week. Well, I, I was thinking about that. Who would pay that buyout? Because it now owed like ninety million still to Clemson. Who, Dabo? Yeah, because he sounded like a 10 year old. Rob would know that. I think, it's, I think it's 64 million. I have to look. So. It's a lot. I mean, he's he's well paid. So is that like if he wanted to go, like Texas AM would have he's to pay that? some weird. There's something weird in there that if he goes to Alabama, it's like the it's it's like a higher buyout or, or some shit. I don't know. But we, we've learned, especially with Texas AM, that. Um, money doesn't matter, and money they don't really give object. a shit. So it's That's it's true. it's all monopoly money to them. That's so they true. don't care. That would just be crazy to me because I'd imagine they'd have to fork out the majority of that buyout from Clemson, um, and what then I got Abbott would forfeit some money on what, the back end as well. What is it, Rob? Our our friend J.C. Sherbet says there's oh, there's money, and then there's Texas oil money. Yeah, well, there's also the idea of when you look at there may be something to oil prices and everything else about how much they're going to uh, look at that money. If oil prices are up, then they're, you know, it's just the market. I think that's how they're going to look at it. But I don't know. I, I think that I don't think that he's going there. I just think it's funny that there's all kinds of reports about it. Yeah. But. They're empty reports. It's not like, you know, like back in the old days when you could 
you could go to the airport and get the the numbers off of a plane and figure out where each plane was going. You know, it's it's not anything like that. Like, okay, the the Texas A and M plane took off from wherever the hell it takes off from and went to the Greenville Airport. Okay, then you have something viable there. Same thing with you know whatever. It, they don't have anything like that. It's just. People just making stuff up for clicks is what it basically boiled down to. Exactly. And I I think Dion there is a lot more realistic. I think uh, if Davo's going to leave, it's going to be for Alabama ultimately. I mean, why the hell would he leave Clemson? You got probably one of the easiest pathways to get to the playoffs among contenders, I'd say. Um. I, I, just, it, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that that matters anymore because I think that in, and this is just the way that I look at it from from this perspective of. I think we're going to get to a point where we have like the four team, the four super conferences eventually, and right now, Clemson is kind of on the outside looking in, uh, where where the ACC is right now, and. Sweeney may be trying to jump. I could say, all right, maybe he's trying to jump to somewhere else. But I I think that eventually Clemson's going to be part of one of those four super conferences. But as of right now, it's probably not going to happen. And there may be a transition period where money is an issue at Clemson. Who knows? Because you never know. I mean, you know, if, if I told you five years ago that Texas and Oklahoma were going to be in the SEC, you would have laughed at me. It's the same, the same kind of thing maybe going on here. So, well, and uh, going back, I, I didn't call in uh, Tuesday or Sunday. It was so I didn't really give you all my reaction on the Vandy game. But um, what what I, I, what, what, what? Oh God! All right, go ahead. I'm gonna be quiet. What was that about? No one gives a fuck about the Vanderbilt. I wasn't what the fuck? You, you going to bore us with Vanderbilt well, talk? Um, you know, I, it was also pointed out by, uh, what's his name, Jamie Crawford um, on Monday morning on uh, 107.5 that the same thing that Carolina Jackpot kind of iterated to everybody Sunday night. Um, you know, Vanderbilt played everybody else in the SEC, but uh, nobody else beat them as bad as South Carolina did. That includes Georgia. <laughs> Hey, well, I, well, what I wanted to mention is um, there's a player who I would had talked about preseason, Dontavious Braswell. Yeah, uh, he looked good, man. He he just looks big. I I can't believe I the plan has to be to have redshirted him because I think this is the <laughs> second game he took part in, and there's two more, so you can what play in four games, right? Yeah, yeah. So they had to. That had to have been the plan is to redshirt him, but I just can't believe we didn't have this guy out there or Mario from the get-go. Um, well, that's because you weren't playing fucking Vanderbilt every week. Well, he's a true runner. Well, he was a four-star runner. Well, broke his collarbone, so they had to kind of reach into the depth chart a little bit. He's a four-star running back, too. He's just a freshman. It's not like he's like a fucking walk-on. Well, just- how talented is he? He was beat out by a Division II All Star. Well, Cody Schrader is what leading the SEC in rushing, isn't he? Yep. D two boys getting it done, man. What's wrong with that? Yeah, uh, Mario's got. I mean, six hundred fifty yards or something like that this year. I mean, imagine if they had played him. 
Yeah, maybe instead of making two, fun of it. He'd probably have 900 yards. Yeah. And instead of making fun of it, teams maybe should start dipping into these lower lower divisions. And, you know, clearly there's talent that's untapped. Uh, I think the stigma of being like, oh, you got a D2 running back playing, it, it's kind of washed now after this well, year. I mean, you put them behind a, a Division One offensive line, I mean, yeah. I mean, if they've got some talent, they should be able to get some work in. Exactly. And running back's a position that translates, I mean, at any level, I feel like. It's the same damn thing. <laughs> Fucking grab the ball, hit the hole. You know? But, uh, Rob, what do y'all think y'all will do this week? You got Drake um, the tone? We're going to have our picks in a, in a little bit, but okay. I think that um, I don't – the North Carolina defense is shit. Uh, to kind of preview where I they, where I'm going with my pick, but are they bad, especially they, bad on the pass or the run? I think they're bad on everything. Fresh. I think they're bad on everything, to be honest with you. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just being honest. They don't they don't line up in anything and step up and like, okay, they're really good defending something over here. Uh, yeah, or, so or there. You think it'll just be? You think it'll be like a. No, I think that Clemson's going to run the same the same game plan they ran against Notre Dame. They're going to try to hand the ball off fifty times, and uh, and hope to control the game like that and keep Dre uh, keep May on the sideline. Yeah, it's probably the best way to play him, to be honest. Well, and, and not to be, and that that's what they're going to do against South Carolina too. You know, to give you the preview for next week when we do our picks next week, it'll be at our live show. It'll be kind of the same thing. Uh they're going to try to hand the ball off. 25 carries for Maffa, 25 carries for Shipley. No more than 15 passes for uh, old Fumblehead. Yeah. And uh, try, try to control the clock and get out of the season and be 8-4. and four. That's what well, Clemson's think, game plan is right now. Game, I think we'll see what Carolina did versus Mississippi State. And I, I just don't believe that Klubnik has the ability to tear us up like, uh, like what's-his-face. Oh, what's-his-name? Will right, but it, yeah, it I don't, doesn't matter because you guys can't stop the run. Look at Jacksonville State. Well, we did. Well, first, look at Miss. Look, look at uh, Mississippi State. State. That guy was leading the SEC in rushing. Yeah, he had like twenty yards. Yeah, he but they chose to throw the ball. Three and they ended up having a look. Every game, there's a new defensive record that is broken by South Carolina, or a new offensive record set by X team, except for the Vanderbilt game. So. I mean, everybody knows what every team is doing right now. It's nothing to nothing to. It's nothing to hide here. It's not like I mean, I hope the jackpot's not going to pull a comrade on me and tell me the defense is going to find their way ten games into the season. I'm not buying that shit. Well, I mean, last year their offense found their way ten games into the season. That's true. Well, I mean, well, we cheated though, so mm. well, that really counts. I, I and I, again, I know I've been harping on it. Just what a bunch of crybabies, man! I've never, I you know, any any team loses, they take it on the chin. I feel like anytime Tennessee loses, the internet is flooded with excuses. I don't get it. Well, I want Rob to play that little clip I, that I sent him. I've got it. Uh, I'll send Earlier. it. I'm, I'm they it they have. I mean, they they've been having a real meltdown uh, ever since that happened today on Twitter. Uh, you know they're you know they're they're doing the old uh, I'm gonna take a shot at my team to take a shot at you thing. Um, congratulations to Mizzou. 
blah, blah, you're a poverty program. Uh, congratulations on beating uh, the worst team that Josh Heupel will have while he's at Tennessee. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just, come on. Come on, you shit. It's like they just can't lose with dignity. Like I think that's what it boils down to. It, it, there's a lack of dignity among the fan base of Tennessee. And it, it shows every single time they, they lose a football game, there's some kind of scandal. The refs were cheating us. Fucking Beamer got signs. I mean, how ridiculous. Rob, how, what would you say to me if I came up to you whenever fucking Muschamp was getting his dick slapped around by And I was like, oh, Dabo's stealing. Dabo's getting signs, man. Dabo's getting signs. He don't want to see us. I don't know, man. Like, Jackpot's Jackpot's my buddy, and he point blank went on after they lost 56-7 to and said it was nothing that Clemson did. Absolutely. He said that with a straight face like he believed it. So I probably wouldn't say anything to you. So it wasn't. We weren't prepared. Is that the one where Jake Bentley had like 500 yards? No, that was the the, mm. the game at Clemson before that one. Okay. When he was a freshman. That was the one when he said, I, I don't think that they were that much. They were better than us that much, if, if better at all. I'm like, you probably should just shut up. <laughs> He just lost by he just lost by half a hundred. Oh man! Well, I'll get off the airways. I just wanted to call in and say, you know, my basically point proven last week. They can't take a loss with dignity. Um, you know, All right, we, Rob. I, I appreciate you, brother. But we yep, are you yep. coming to the live show? Oh, okay, he's left. All right. Uh, let's add Ray really quick here. Ray, what you got, man? Hey, man, I got a, a quick question. Did I hear, understand there's rumors of Beamer to Mississippi State? Is, yeah, is there's that rumors. a rumor? I don't know. I don't think so. I yeah, heard there's something. rumors out there of that, but he squashed it yesterday. His press well, conference. first of all, why would he want to – that wouldn't even be a lateral move. That would be a, a step down, in my opinion. Well, because he he cut that was where he had like his first real assistant head coach's job. His wife is from there, and the athletic director there is like his best friend. Oh, okay. That, well, that, I guess, that. yeah, I guess that's grasping at straws. And in the era of of the internet, yeah, they eat hot around. dogs together. Right. It, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but honestly, if you want to, this is you know. Might come to me several safe, times but... as far as the, the perfect coach for them is the one that left them. Wouldn't you think? Do you think that the, they would ever reunite? Dan Mullen, do you think they would have the balls to call him and say, hey, would you come back? Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean it, seriously. I mean, he's a perfect fit. He's the only one that's ever done shit at that program. I mean, unless Mullen's just happy with, you know, doing his TV gig. But anyway, yeah. but the main the main reason I called was I'm a Florida State fan. You know, you guys know that. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you we're going to win the national championship. Hell, I'm just happy that we made it to the ACC championship game and hope the hell we win it. 
but I am sick and fucking tired of hearing that anybody in the top 15 would wipe our ass, beat the hell out of us. We would have no chance at beating them. Well, let me ask you guys this. If LSU and Washington were to meet on a neutral field, who would you two guys take in that game? But th- that's that's uh, not relevant, sir. Yeah, it is I, because they're saying no, sir, it's not. it is, Rob. What I'm trying to say is they're saying that a team that we beat, we beat. you understand what I'm what I'm saying? I mean, I I, I I see where you're going, but I don't think right, that... Right, right. Well, well, my whole point is, is they're basically saying Washington deserves the spot. Well, if if a team that we beat pretty pretty bad on a neutral field, I mean, you see what, what I'm trying to say? Is, so I don't see how they say yeah, any one of the top teams I, is better. I, um, okay, I mean, look. The joy of it is, is that hopefully FSU will get their chance. Um, but you know, maybe maybe you should have the argument of, look, I think we'd match up better with Washington, et cetera, and I think that we would beat them. Maybe that's kind of the. Well, I'll be the, honest the, with you. The only t- the only team of the top four that I fear is Georgia. Every one of the rest mm-hmm. of them is beatable. I don't give a shit how much. Listen. Michigan plays in a shitty conference. There's one team worth a fuck in that conference, and that's Ohio State. Unless you want to throw Penn State in there, Penn State's. Not I mean, you kind of. I mean, Michigan's ten and zero, so well, there's I'm not that. Saying they're terrible, but I'm not Penn scared. Penn of State's them. the top of the middle tier. That's Look, but I'm, I, saying I'm not scared of. Them. Okay, teams behind us that I would I would fear more than them. You understand what I'm saying? But now, I guess, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand the the real – it doesn't really matter. Everything's going to work its way out. If Michigan and Ohio State meet, I'm assuming that's going to be the representative of the Big Ten. So you really don't have to worry about that. But as far as fear, other than Georgia, they've just got more players and more talent. That's the only team. I don't know if I – Yeah, none of of that matters. Players and talent, none of that shit matters. Well, that's not what I'm saying. They're they're obviously better, but they've had uh, points in the season where they didn't really show it. You know what I'm saying? Although that means – Georgia, look, I'm going to go – I'm going to say something that a lot of people um, would probably say. I think Uncle Lou may have said something to this effect. Georgia plays with their fucking food. Right. They're better than everybody else. The I only team in the country that can match up with them is fucking Alabama, and Alabama's offense is one-dimensional. Georgia will shut that shit down because fucking Muschamp knows how to stop that shit. He's a shitty fucking head coach, but he can coach defense. So everybody's playing for second place. I agree. 100%. I hate to break that to people. We're we're all sitting around with our dicks in our hands hoping that we can get to where Georgia is right now. I a thousand percent agree with you. That's why I said that's the only team I absolutely would would not would, would absolutely put fear in. The rest of them, I'm telling you, on any given day they can be beat. They're not that damn yeah, but, good. But respectfully, none of it matters. You're I that's agree. how far everybody is behind behind Georgia right now. I agree. Just that's just the way that it is. I think that right now, if, if I had my own little bookie system, the only team that would be in, in the seven-point range would be Alabama. 
Everybody else is a double-digit underdog. Right. And if I'm Florida State, to be completely honest with you, if I had to be, you know, if I had to be the fourth team, uh, one versus four, and I had to play Georgia. Tennessee's barely a double-digit underdog. Okay. Well, I'm just putting it in perspective. You think Michigan would be a double-digit underdog? A neutral at a neutral site, I think Michigan's a double-digit underdog. No, especially no. without Harbaugh on the sideline. No. Mm. All right, Coach. All right, hey guys, I'll, I'll call in Sunday. <clears throat> All right, thank All right, you. Man. Talk to you later. All right, I got to play this for Jackpot. This is uh, I I kept replaying it and laughing. Here's Drinkowitz after the uh. Missouri game. Yep. We stay in our business, John. Missouri wins the break. Missouri wins the break. My my favorite was after the game where he uh he said he told them he told whoever the, the reporter was that was interviewing him, yeah, our defense kicked their ass. Hell of a win. Yeah, he said we stand we're uh yeah, he said something about there were the Tennessee State champs. Yeah, the Tennessee um, State champs. That 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 term's been trending around today on Twitter. The standing on business. I almost, I, I looked around the house, but I couldn't find one. I was going to see if I could find a, a poster board, um, just like a blank one somewhere. And I was going to use my big black magic marker and just write business on it, put it on the ground, stand on it, and uh, get the wife to take a picture of me standing on business. Shane Cox Sporty, hopefully your uh, your internet is better tonight. Yeah, you sorry. Charge that Gamecock card up, buddy. You can get you some better internet. Yeah, sorry about that the other night. Uh, how y'all doing tonight? Good, buddy. What you got? Fantastic. Yeah, a lot of talks going around with all these uh, openings with uh, SEC coaching jobs. I mean, I keep hearing crazier and crazier stuff every day, especially with that uh, – Texas A&M job. I don't know what y'all think about that, but uh, this is just my opinion with that. Uh, I was just looking at candidates for that job, and uh, Duke's head coach, Mike Elko, used to be the defensive coordinator at Texas A&M. Yeah. And if you think about where a lot of the best head coaches are in college football, they're defensive-oriented. And I think we're starting to see that trend more with head coaches. And I, I was wondering if he'd be a good fit there compared to some of these other guys. I think he'd be a heck of a, a coach, um, especially with the resources that he'd have there. Problem is, are they going to, are they, you know, w- w- would they do it? Would they allow it to hire somebody without the big, without the big flashy name? Yeah. You know? I, I think that makes all the sense in the world, but. Some people just want to hire. I think that's what they did with Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. They hired a name um, instead of hiring the best coach uh, that they could possibly give you. So, I mean, I think that would that would make all the sense in the world. There, there's a lot of people um, that said the, uh, the, 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 the coach at UTSA would knock it out. Of, he's more offensive-oriented, uh, would knock it out of the park uh, at Texas A&M, too. Um, but once again, probably not a big enough name for them. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then that Mississippi State uh, job. Uh, I hear all this talk about like Beamer going there, leaving South Carolina. It just sounds ridiculous to me. I mean, all this like 
it's smoke and mirrors talk is what it is. I mean, it's just, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting comment about Urban Meyer going to A&M. That, that would make more sense to me than, no, I'm just saying. If you told that, me, "Hey, Rob," that would make more mean? sense to me than fuck. fuck well, honestly, Urban Meyer is the boy that with this whole "Oh, I'm going to retire from coaching" thing. You never know. He says he's not going to coach anymore, but that's what he said after he uh, left Florida with his uh, heart heart defect or whatever he had, and the whole brain tumor thing. I mean, heck, he could go to A and M. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, Urban Meyer does two things: he wins and then leaves a giant mess behind. Yeah, I I agree with you on that, sir. That is correct. Except for with the uh, Jaguars. Yeah. Well, he kind yeah, of fucked there, there, Didn't win there. I mean, yeah, that was just at the college road. level. At the college level, Urban Meyer will win. He'll have some good seasons, but he'll also uh, leave a giant mess behind. He'll, he'll do some things that. Uh, yeah. No institutional control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, man. Well, um, you want to give us your pick for the Kentucky game? I'm wearing the Kentucky hat for Big Barney Ross, yeah, by the way. Uh, nice troll move, by the way. Uh, to be honest, I want to find every reason in the world to pick us to win this game. But honestly, like, I know what we did against Vanderbilt, but it's Vanderbilt. I mean, I, I think Kentucky probably beats us, like, something in the neighborhood of, like, 35 to 31 or something like that. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't really points, think, sir, but I don't really think Kentucky can score 35 points. You're, you're entitled to your opinion on that, but I, I don't, uh, I don't know. Not, our not, defense at, not is, at home, not at Williams Bryce at night. They're not, they're not any good offensively. They put up 40 something against us. I mean, I'm just, I, I still don't trust our defense. Tom. I don't think and anyone trusts stop the run. Ray Davis could run for two hundred something yards against us. I mean, yeah, but he he's did. also been dick. He's also been dick since he had that that crazy game too. He hasn't been. He hasn't been outstanding. Yeah, our, so I don't know. I just our ability to stop the run uh, hasn't been good, except for when we sell out and stop it, like we did against Mississippi State. We get beat on the pass. So. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Devin Leary is a terrible quarterback throwing the football. Graham, Graham can't throw it. I mean, Graham Mertz is pretty – Graham Mertz is better than him, so, yeah. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> a lot better than him. Yeah, Devin Leary is not any good. Uh, hopefully – I don't know. What are you – y'all are doing y'all's picks later on that game? Uh, yeah, we're doing our picks here shortly, and we're going to clear the uh, clear the, clear our folks here, but uh, – yeah, I just wanted to get yours before you got out of here. So you got Kentucky thirty-five, South Carolina thirty-one. Yep. Don't don't be don't be sprouting that around the damn Russell House down there. You might get popped in the face. So. Yeah, I'm Uncle Lou. You should take this advice from Uncle Lou. You're doing your own channel and everything. Uncle Lou's got seventy-five million subscribers. He says, "Guy sounds like he's reading a menu." Get some energy, son. Exactly. Next time you come on the show. Get some of that Adderall you guys have down there. Snort one of them. Drink some Red Bull, and then come in here on fire. Snort an Adderall? Yeah, you guys do that down there. It's college students do that shit. Oh no, I'm not the. He's not minor. He's 18 years old. Damn it! Thank you, Sporty. Make make sure you subscribe to Shamecock Sporty's channel. We'll see you later on, friend.
I'd be more high energy, honestly, if I, I don't know, I, I need to be higher energy. That's, that's, that's for sure. Thank you, Uncle Lou. Uh, I'm probably, I've been a long time subscriber of him as well. So, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, or either get that or go find the horse. That'll bring up some energy. All right. <laughs> Have a good night, man. All right. Appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, good. Oh, well man. said, Jackpot, did you sell the dogs? No. No. Yeah, dogs are right there. Ziggy's right there. First of all, I don't know who'd buy them. Second of all, no. All right, let's welcome uh, Chris into the show. Chris, so, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? So Shane Beamer said he wasn't taking the Mississippi State job? Uh, yesterday. Damn, I hate to hear that, Jackpot. I was, I was hoping the best for you, but I guess y'all stuck well, with he announced it. He said, he said, I know my wife's from there. He's like, my, my best friend. He said, we, we we had Thanksgiving dinner at his at his house right after I took this job, and, and he's the the, uh, the AD at Mississippi State, but we, we've got unfinished business here, and he's, those words came out of his mouth. I said, God Damn, I hate to hear that, man. I was hoping the best for you. I was hoping y'all get a <laughs> get another chance to, to find somebody without having to pay a buyout. No, y'all were talking about, um, man, I just don't see Texas A&M paying that fat buyout unless they, they, they're going for a big fish. I mean, or maybe they can't afford a big fish. I don't know. Urban Meyer doesn't have a buyout, so maybe they have him on the line, but he's been known to lead teams alone in the past. Just It's kind of like that girl – at the club it's like break up with your girlfriend and maybe i'll give you a shot and then you go home break up with your girlfriend and she's like i was just kidding and you're like oh like i think that might have happened with texas a&m maybe they just have like a handshake deal and and things could get bad for them i mean i've seen coaching searches go off the rails but like oh i i was in a space earlier and i was talking with old blaine crane from crane and company and until Texas A&M, Texas and Texas A&M are two sides of the same coin. And Tennessee's gone through it. Alabama went through it before Saban got there. Boosters, man. Your problem's not coaching. It's boosters. And until the boosters, there's a reason that Texas and Texas A&M, those two have more money in the bank than any other five schools combined and can't win it. They've got one championship between the two of them in the last 50 years. It's boosters, man. Boosters cannot get out of their way and let the coaches coach. Now, unless you go and get your Nick Saban, and he tells you to get the hell out of the way like he did uh, Mal Moore and, and Bear Bryant Jr. and guys like that back in Alabama. It's never going to happen at Texas A&M. I don't care who the coach is. Though. But they'll continue to get talent, take waste talent like Texas has done for the past, well, since 05. And they'll do that. But I don't know. I just don't see anybody helping that situation until the boosters decide to get the hell out of the way. And with the boosters giving more and more money every year with NIL, I don't think they'll ever get the hell out of the way. So I'll let you guys get to everybody else you need to, and then get your picks in. But I just wanted to Thank hear myself talk. Appreciate it. All right, let's add uh, Billy to the show. Billy, what's up, man? Hey, we going to do college pickums tonight? Yeah, we're yes. going to pick our games in just a moment. Well, since the kid there, SEC Bias, had my name in his mouth, I just had to answer him and let him know that all Tennessee fans don't think that. We don't think that. Where do you, I don't know where he's getting that. And, and uh, I, would I, challenge him, I would challenge I can, him and every other be, South Carolina fan in the future, you don't ever come on here and say, if we did this or if we did that. Don't want to hear any excuses. No excuses anymore. It, Tennessee it's don't like, got excuses. It, 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 we it, got beat. We got beat. It's just like with anything else, Billy. You got every fan base has got 
dumb, shitty fans, and every fan base has got logical, level-headed fans. But the I know that well, for him to come, and he's college-educated, supposed to be logical, level-headed. Yeah, I just, uh, I just don't want to hear when he comes on here and starts analyzing South Carolina football. I want to hear if we did this and if we anymore. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it from him. Uh, but. Uh, yeah. You don't want to hear the what? Analyzing Excuses. What? Well, him come on here to analyze South Carolina football and make excuses. Of, uh, Hold on. Sir, respectfully, Rob has an SEC bias as a tool bag, but he doesn't come on here and say, hey, the weather fucked us. That's why we lost. I know. Hey, I'm just saying if he does, get, we would have won. He's never done that. It don't matter. He's never done that. Yeah, well, you know. You're putting words in his mouth now, sir. He's no. never done that. And, and South Carolina fans yes, are used does. to being ticked over. They don't come in here with that bullshit either. You don't hear Gamecock fans. The last time the Gamecock fans bitched about refs was in the alleged push-off game at Clemson. They haven't bitched since then. They just don't bitch about refs. They don't do it. They just Mark, don't. They don't bitch about the fields. They don't bitch about play uh, bags. They don't bitch about any of that stuff. So that's ridiculous. All, all fans don't do that. So you know, he he just wants to come on and chirp about Tennessee fans, and he, you know, he needs. You he don't needs, think there's a higher concentrated set within the Tennessee fan base that that really says some dumb shit? I don't you think no more than anybody that? else. Rob just said. I don't know. I mean, for some reason, the the Tennessee fans who uh, say the dumb shit and make all these well you're going to their like, website it seems like they just have a larger voice i guess yeah maybe and, uh, maybe we just get a higher concentration of them that uh interact with the things that we do here how's that sound? yeah well don't go to their websites and listen to that stuff you know the only I one i listen to is bvd god bless him and thoughts and prayers for bvd yeah let's hope he gets what well. happened to him why are you he's uh we don't wrong? know we don't know the specifics we just right, know he's in the hospital his daughter posted oh, something today about he is in the hospital and he's needing dialysis, et cetera. And I'm just going by what she posted. I don't know anything else other than that. I just hope that he gets better. There you that go. Poor guy's had a hell of a time, man. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. But uh, let's hope he gets well. Yes. 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 And uh, all right, Billy, anything all right, else? I'm going to let y'all go. Appreciate it. Don't get that defibrillator ramped up. No, not at all. I I was going to ask SEC bias to go look up twenty nine eleven and ask what that is. What's that mean? If he wants to troll people, <laughs> have a good night, sir. Yes, sir. Good night. All right, we're going to do our picks here in just a second. Let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill in West Columbia, Highway One Diagonal from the Walmart. We will be there a week from Friday doing our live show. Big time charity benefit for the Pace Academy, the only publicly defunded dyslexia school in the state of South Carolina. We're going to help young kids read more. I guess that's good grammar. You know what part of that, that. that trip I'm looking the most forward to, Rob? Believe the part where? What's that? Going into the Walmart. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. I just like going to Walmart. I like people watching. Hopefully I'll have a little bit of time to do it. Hopefully so. Uh, anyway, thanks to Callaway's for that. Uh, you have your opportunity to come out and hang out with Jackpot and I. We're going to do uh, – I've figured out a way we're going to be able to stream some uh, – we're going to stream our picks there, Jackpot. I've worked out the technical end of that. So we will have our picks online from there. Um, but 
we still should have a uh, we still should have uh, you folks come down and hang out with us. So anyway, with that, we've got to uh, thank them for that. Also, we got to thank DNC Trucking and Transport. Shout out to Dennis Wilson dealing with some health issues. Hopefully, he gets his stuff together. Uh, but he does uh, take care of us and takes care of the program. Oh, Fireside Chats and Uncle Jackpot. His head, is his head lodged in his ass again? No, his head is not lodged in his ass. Get, how are he's able to get done with that? What, he's getting his so head many. out of his ass? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, he's had so many issues. Yeah, well, be nice to Dennis Wilson, sir. All right, anyway. Uh, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away. All right. Hold on just a All moment right. here. Let's see what kind of bullshit we got. Ah, uh, uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. Did you know that Clemson has one more has one more games in the rivalry series with my program than the Gamecocks have won in the entire series? Rent is due next week at that shithole on Bluff Road. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers! That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. I think that uh, someone left something out of it. I think it was just like Clemson has won more games in in the shithole than my team has won the entire series, but y'all left that out. Uh, hey, classic, yeah. like just like Clemson, you fumbled the damn uh, Carolina jackpot spill. Uh, it's like Clemson fumbles at least two or three footballs every game. Uh, shout out yeah. to Lisa. Her and her granddaughter are coming to the live show. Appreciate them. For uh, for that, R says, Rob, do you live on Bluff Road? No, dude, nobody lives on Bluff Road but crackheads. Come on, man, seriously. He moved. Uh, he used to I, though. I, he, I've they, never lived uh, on. He, yeah, he just ever. bought his house a few years ago, right before COVID. <laughs> he lucked out before the interest rate. Went to the roof. He sold that place on Bluff Road and moved out there. Uh, uh, off of uh, I-77. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not even going to go into that with you. Right near the golf course. Yeah. People give me shit about that. You live on the golf course, yeah? So, fuck does that matter? <laughs> uh, all right, let's do our picks jackpot. Let's see here. We're going to add the... All right, first game that we have on the mix here. Is Kansas State at Kansas? Kansas State is an eight-point favorite. Which way are you rolling, Jackpot? Um, I think that eight points is too much in uh, a rivalry game. Now, Kansas State has owned this series. I mean, I think Kansas. The last time Kansas won was like two thousand nine or so. But uh, I think eight points is just a little bit too rich for my blood. Uh, in the Sunflower Showdown, especially with Kansas playing the kind of ball they've been playing this year or so. Give me those Jayhawks. I think eight points is a good bet, but if I think it's too good to be true, it probably is. I'm going to take Kansas State minus eight. I'm still not buying into Kansas yet. We, we didn't talk either. That, that, uh, that Kansas coach, that's another uh, intriguing name of some of these these openings as well. He's really good. Yeah, may, maybe he'll move on to somewhere else. Who knows at this point? He, Would you rather be at Kansas? Up, he may end up at Michigan State. Maybe. 
Maybe so. We'll see on that. Next game is Washington and the Beave. Which way are you rolling there, Jackpot? What's the line on this game? Or it has Oregon State as a two and a half point favorite. And we're it's, close game. it's at it's at Oregon State. You know, I think I think the Beave get them. I think the Beave take now Washington. Uh, they've been flirting with disaster for a few weeks now, and I think that Oregon State is just the team to handle them uh, and, and hand them a defeat. I think they I think they take their first defeat and they tumble from the ranks. Uh, the unbeaten's there against uh, the Beav. Yeah, I'm going to go with Washington here because I think that uh, Uyunglele will revert back to his Clemson ways. Uh, the the okay. jackpot had UNLV and and Air Force in the mix here. Um, he told me to replace that game. I replaced it with Michigan I'm, and Maryland. Yeah, I'm not putting anybody in the contest that loses to Hawaii. Sorry. Right. So I, I put in Michigan at Maryland. Keep that in mind, Rob. If if Clemson ever loses to Hawaii, which if mm-hmm. they fumble enough, I'm sure they will one day. Um, then they're not they're not going to be in the contest the next week. I, I mean, you can't you can't go with that. The last time Alabama played Hawaii, they lost to them. That's not fair. We're not going to have Alabama anymore. Uh, the lie detector determined when did that ever happen? The right uh, they they lost in a bowl game to Hawaii the last time they played them. Okay, I can look it up for you really quick here. Michigan at Maryland. Michigan is uh, giving up nineteen on the road. Which way are you going there, Jackpot? Um, it's hard to bet against Michigan as good as they've been playing. But, you know, last year they really got tested in the big house. Uh, Maryland's got a good offense. Um, one of the better offenses in the Big Ten. And, they, and they, the thing about Michigan is, who have they played this year that has an offense? Penn State? Nope. Minnesota, nope. Nebraska, nope. Give me the Terps. Play the night. Got the Terps. All right, so maybe I'm mistaken. In 2006, Alabama vacated their game to Hawaii, so that's technically a loss, but they, they played in Honolulu. their game to Hawaii. Hold on. In 2003, they played in Honolulu, and Hawaii beat them 37-29. to 29. Oh, back God, before man, that was Steven. like 10 I don't even remember who I don't remember which Mike was the coach then you're thinking <laughs> about bowl games you're thinking about Georgia played Hawaii and they beat the brakes off of them sure they did it was that yeah they did the, the sugar bowl that was the year that uh the I don't know it was 2007 2008 so they lost to the Gamecocks uh and and we kind of cost them a shot at a national championship <laughs> I uh, the thing with I'm worried that Michigan is going to they had like we I think thirty four. Oh, forget it. it was two thousand seven. We beat them sixteen to twelve. What kind of a fucking score is that? It was yeah. like four field goal or four field goals versus a, a, a touch two touchdowns and a safety or something. I don't know. Wild. I, I think that Maryland's going to cover there because Harbaugh's not going to be on the sideline. And if you watched their game last week against Penn State, they didn't throw the ball much at all. They were they didn't throw it run, at all in the second half. Right. It was run, run, run to the cows come home. I'm going to take Maryland at home plus 19. 
Next matchup is UCLA at Southern Cal. Southern Cal's getting six and a half or giving up six and a half. Which way are you rolling there, Jackpot? Um, I'm going to take UCLA. They normally perform pretty well in this uh, this 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 LA City showdown. Um, and then with two with USC, I mean, you know, I think they came out and and gave it their best shot last week. Uh, tried to come from behind against Oregon, fell short. I mean, you know, really, I mean, what's the motivation? They're they're not gonna they're they're not getting any playoffs. They're not getting a New Year's Six game. I mean, so. Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of with you on that. Motivation is key there. Give me UCLA plus six and a half. Utah at Arizona. I'm taking Utah. I think everybody's just they're crazy about Arizona right now. Utah plays smash mouth football. Arizona's not ready for it. I think Utah wins big. Yeah, what's the, what's the line in that game? Utah's getting a point at Arizona. They're getting a point. Probably a good game. That'll be a tough one. Um I'm inclined to pick Utah as well. I I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. They, they, you know, the, the loss to what they, they played well last week, lost to Washington by a touchdown. I mean, is this like a letdown spot? Do they lose to Washington twice? I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to go with Utah. I think they're just the, the more – I think they're the more experienced team here at being better – that makes any sense. All right. Well, our next matchup is Louisville at Miami, and this game is an even. It's pick 'em jackpot. Louisville playing on the road. I, I think Louisville's a fraud, but uh, I, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna take Miami just because Miami's at home. I mean that, uh, that really doesn't matter. I mean it's not a real significant advantage. I don't think either one of them are that good, to be honest with you. I think Louisville should have been lucky. I mean, I mean, every, what is this, the, the the battle of the we almost lost to Virginia? Um, fuck, I'm going to take Louisville. I think they got the speed on the outside. I think they can uh, just take advantage of a little bit of stuff there with Miami and maybe uh, win this thing by you know three to seven points. Uh, let's see here. Next game is Florida at Mizzou. Florida is getting 11 and a half at Mizzou. Now, if Mizzou, it's at Mizzou. Mizzou's yep. coming off probably their best win, according to the Mazodcast, in a decade. Florida sometimes keeps it close. They were, they were close down at LSU for a little bit. I, I think I'm going to take Florida to cover, but Mizzou to win, even though I know Mizzou, if they get if they blow out old Sunbelt Billy, Jackpot's fingers are going to be on fire texting me about his beloved Tigers, M-I-Z, me-O, and you all over the damn place. M-I-Z, Z-O, me, and you. I'm uh, taking Florida yeah, plus I, 11 I, and a half. Mizzou's going to blow them out. I mean, I mean, they beat us by 20-something points. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them. Uh, yeah, I don't see. I, I don't see they're it. motivated because they know they have to play Florida State next week. They're trying to get to that bowl bid so they can lose the fight afterwards. I think they. I think that's where they're going to be. They're going to play. Or, or how about maybe so they can just lose the damn bowl game? Period. Probably. 
Uh, Georgia at Tennessee. I'm taking Georgia minus 10. I don't need to say anything else about it. I don't want to rub uh, Billy's nose in the mud and have his defibrillator go off. Tennessee sucks. Give me Georgia minus 10. Um, normally, I don't lay doubles on the road with anybody. I just don't. Um, however, in this case, I, I just don't see how Tennessee matches up with them. I really don't. Um, I think they'll. I think we'll be close at halftime. Maybe Tennessee even has a lead going into the half. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Georgia pours it on the second half. I think they win pretty big. Next matchup is North Carolina at Clemson. Senior day at Clemson. Drake May comes to town. Uh, you know, it's – uh, Clemson's a seven-point favorite here. I'm taking North Carolina to cover and Clemson to win, and Dabo Sweeney's going to be in the post game talking about bringing guts and bringing every damn thing else, and then we got to hear that fucking nonsense heading into the South Carolina matchup as we all digest turkey on Thanksgiving Day. I think Clemson wins by like four points or something. If they cover, they'll blow them out by 30, but it's not going to be like a 14-point game in my opinion, so – Give me North Carolina plus seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take North Carolina as well. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if they win. Uh, Clemson's had a couple of do wop wop feel good wins the past couple of weeks. I, I'm I'm not sold on it that they have uh, that they've cured all their problems. I think they may have just uh, went into hibernation uh, for a couple of weeks. Um, I, you know. I think, you know, UNC presents a different dynamic that they haven't, you know, Notre Dame and uh, um, whatever the fuck, Georgia Tech didn't present uh, that vertical passing game. Uh, and, I mean, let's, let's look at, at UNC. I mean, if they haven't lost those games to Virginia and Georgia Tech, I mean, how much differently would we look at them right now? Mm-hmm. I, you're probably right. I, I they probably more than well have thought of, but I don't know, Jackpot. I, I just I feel like this Clemson team is. I think they've made adjustments where they're just going to run the ball, and I don't know if North Carolina can hang with all that. But I I do think the North the North Carolina offense is better, but I think it's going to be one of those blinded you know gutting out games for Clemson where. They've got more talent, but they'll end up dicking around. So, you know, one of those weird games. That makes Todd sense. Wins feels like Clemson will be looking ahead. Ahead <laughs> to what? Possible too. Jesus. Uh, next matchup is Kentucky at South Carolina. Jackpot. You've got. Are you taking the Wildcats? Which way are you going here? Kentucky's a one and a half point favorite. I'm taking the Gamecocks on those one-and-a-half points. Night game in Columbia. That offense has been rolling the past few weeks. Um, and, you know, I, I just I don't see Kentucky slowing that train down. I really don't. I think South Carolina will stop the run enough to force Devin Leary to throw the ball, which we've all seen he can't do. Um, and I think South Carolina wins. It's going to be a rocket environment, and uh, I think we uh, make our way to five and six. Our second straight win over Kentucky. So we were talking about Ray Davis earlier, 
And yes, he ran for 26 carries for 280 yards against Florida. After that, though, if you look at his games against Georgia, 59 yards. He ran for a buck 28 against Mizzou, 42 yards against Tennessee, 80 yards against Mississippi State, 26 yards against Alabama. The game before the Florida game, he had 17 carries for 78 yards against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, sir. I'm taking South Carolina to blow them out and make me look silly for wearing the Kentucky hat on this show. South Carolina wins big. Yep, I think South Carolina wins big. I I just – I think that the old baked potato on the sideline is not going to have an answer, and he's going to be pissed off. And if he, if he loses to South Carolina and he loses to uh, Louisville, um, mm-hmm. and he finishes the regular season six and six, you think he? Uh, you think his seat warms up a little bit? Uh, I don't think so. I think that they don't care. There, he he puts out a a respectable product. That they're they're generally five and one before Midnight Madness starts with Calipari. So. In my opinion, they don't give a shit after that. So the only true Kentucky fan that I know of that knows about football is Big Barney Ross. We haven't seen Bluegrass Sports Media in here since they finished the MAC portion of their schedule or any of these other Kentucky assholes. Just the head asshole, Big Barney Ross, he's been here. They don't care up there. They, they, they just don't care. They'll give him a lifetime contract just to – you just go and be competitive and keep people happy until it gets cold and then we'll be good to go. Yeah. All right, the shitter, Cal and Stanford. Cal minus six and a half. Which way are you going, Jackpot? Yeah, I think uh, you know the Cal offense uh, is a little bit better. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's improved a little bit the past few weeks. I think they'll be able to put up some points there. Um, and uh, I think they take Stanford down. I think they win that and cover. So give me the Cal Golden Bears. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cal, too. I think Stanford's just bad. So, I mean, the little bit of Stanford I've watched, they haven't really been impressive to me. All right, so there you go. There's our picks, sir. Uh, This is the week, basically, that there's just a lot of shit matchups out there. I mean, I'll be so glad when eventually this portion of the the season is going to be – not uh, not out there anymore. I'm just ugh, tired of it, man. I'm tired of hearing about, hey, we we have to play Chattanooga, and I'm not dissing Alabama on that, but it's like, really, really, uh, it's just terrible, terrible. Tired of this whole portion of the season, to be honest with you. All right, well. Let's see here. We'll take your uh, – if you want to get involved with the program, you can. Um, have at it. The link is in the bio there if you would like to uh, to check that out. We also have um, the, uh, the live show coming up on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. I'm so happy about the people who told me they're going to come, especially – let's see here. Uh, Rob has an SEC bias is going to be there. I know Lisa's coming with her granddaughter. Uh, we have, a, we have a, a slew of folks there. It's going to be a good time. And, yeah, one of us is getting stunned with a stun gun. Did you say um, 
<laughs> Alabama was playing the snake. Alabama's got Chattanooga this weekend. I know their fans are really worried. I mean, you don't just show up and beat the snake, you know. By the way, the we talk about the Mazodcast a good bit. The, the, they have a bit on there where if it's a school like Chattanooga, they call them possibly Bearcats. Hello, son. Possibly Bearcats, possibly this, possibly that. Well, that, came from, that, that came from uh, their week one game against South Dakota, which is the Coyotes. Right. Um, and they, I don't think they even knew what their damn mascot was. And uh, they, they're like the fucking okay. possible, possible. But they struggled with them, kind of. Yeah. Especially in the first half. And they're like, we're sitting here struggling with the the fucking possible Bearcats. Uh, yeah, possibly the Bearcats. It's just funny. When it, and it's, I, I'm at the, uh, the, the point now where it's like, uh, and I think, I think a lot of fans are like this. You have probably the best game on the slate. Yeah. You've got what Tennessee and Georgia. I mean, that's, that's a good game after that though. I mean, as far as the sec goes, you don't really have any good games. South Carolina and Kentucky. You could argue that's number two. The rest of them are playing shit schools all the way down the road. We got to get rid of all that. Well, so. you know, there's a matchup on there too, and uh, don't don't look now, but there's one that could be an upset special there. Which one is um, that? I don't know if you could pick it out of a lineup. What's that? New Mexico State has one of the country's best defenses right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing Auburn, who has a terrible offense. I'm I'm not saying they could, but they could. Are you sprinkling? Oh, and by the way, I got it. Thank you for reminding me of that. I have to do the bit for the basement bookie. Yeah, the link is in the Probably bio. Forgetting here. the basement bookie. Never. I know, and a lot Never of times, he, not you're not yeah, tossing the, the love around. The, the basement bookie sometimes spread, spread the seed. I'm reading directly from what the basement bookie bookie sent me here. It says, "Nothing says degenerate like rooting for punts and field goal attempts." Take the under on 63 and a half in the Washington Oregon State game. Oregon State will ugly this game up by pounding the ball on the ground. Take the under on 63 and a half in the Washington Oregon State game. There you go. So the Beavers are gonna, the so the Beavers are gonna do the pounding. Yeah, they're gonna be doing the pounding. And by the way, two free weeks of picks. Just click the link that's in the bio there. And uh you can get two free weeks worth of picks from the basement bookie if you are a dumbass. And don't know how to pick games. It's okay. The basement bookie will pick them for you two weeks free. Your bookie's going to look at you like you're a dickhead and wonder what the hell happened. So the, be- the Beavers are going to strap something on and yeah. pound Washington. I- They're going to peg Washington. That's what's going to happen. I couldn't help it. Couldn't help yeah. myself there. All right. Well, on business, Rob. Ah. Yeah. Lisa says, are you bringing Utch chips? I don't know. I don't think Jack I, I, I may be. end up driving the ship truck. I just, I don't know. Oh, shit. What, what, what if you, I, I brought that and, like, parked it out there and opened the back of it up and, you know, charged little kids, like, $2 to get in? Well, that's and, what I was saying. I, I like, think it's like a, fun, like a fun house, you know, but like a grown-up yeah. fun house. 
Well, I'd pay five dollars to come and tour the Utz truck if I got like a little bag of tater chips at the end. There you go. I mean, it's, it's educational, right? I mean, it's a lot yeah. more like, it's like being at Epcot. Yeah, there you go. That's Utzcott. Utzcott <laughs> with jackpot. <laughs> uh, Billy wants to know, would that be official business? Easy, Billy. All right. That's well, not, jackpot. I'm standing on business, and that's risky business, Jack. Risky business. Uh, I don't, I, I mean, when I saw that, you, you know, the two, I mean, when, when he did that and then he, he ran off, I don't know why it takes like four days for this stuff to leak out. Um, you know, the interview itself was good enough, but then we had that, but I see it and it, it's funny because he clowned him. But yeah, at the same time, I'm like, uh, I'm like, have you ever won a game before? Yeah. I mean, you know, act like you got some that. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. All right, well, we've had a good show. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys later on. All right, Jack.